So what, we watch anime So what, we play League We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what, we stay in It don't bother me Living young, pale and nerdy Hello and welcome to the Read and Entertainment Podcast episode 121 for September 24th, 2017. With me this week we have a returning Jerry Parallax Abstraction Corcoran. I missed the PewDiePie discussion last week and I'm very annoyed for that, but um, I made it at some point. You did, you made it this week and uh, Nick Lotus mm-hmm. unfortunately is not making it this week. But we do have Andrew Roa McFain. We do have me, and I guess that's a that's a close third a runner up. <laughs> yes, a third runner up. And something or other. <laughs> and last and certainly least, we have Connor, the cyberpunk monk, Besh. So I actually showed up late, so uh, I'm still reading the articles. Good. Don't ask me anything about anything. I won't. Hey, you're for like, for like at least fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, Rose like reading the articles. I don't like. I don't do that. Uh, and of course, I'm your host, Nathan Reeton Spruth. So. Uh, Parallax Abstraction, since you haven't been here for a while, what games have you been playing this last week or, I don't know, two and a half months? Yeah, or something like that. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I finally got the opportunity to start playing some more stuff recently, but, um, so... The latest thing I've been doing that when I've had a chance to stream, which wasn't much this past week, is I've actually been playing through Observer, which is, uh, the new game from the Layers of Fear people, um... Which Layers of Fear was very much a horror game. It was less jump scary and more sort of psychological screw with your head kind of horror. Um, this is also very much that, which, in it, you know, because of me, generally wouldn't have appealed to me, except it's cyberpunk is all get out. And in particular, very Blade Runner-esque in terms of its presentation in its world. And I was like, well, okay. My cyberpunk fetish outweighs my aversion to horror things. So, so, so uh, let's, let's back up here. I just want to tell Connor, stop it. T- put your put it back in your pants with this explanation <laughs> that he's giving. <laughs> Okie dokie. Anyway, go on. So, yeah, but uh, no, I've been playing that on stream. I think I'm about halfway through it, more or less, at this point. Um it's mostly a narrative game. It's uh, there's no uh, there's no combat in it. Uh, there's there are some places where you can die, but not too many of them. It's mostly doing uh, a story and doing these sort of almost like Batman Arkham esque style investigation things. Um, the main character in the game is voiced by Rutger Hauer, and he kind of sounds like he doesn't want to be there, which oddly enough makes it more endearing. <laughs> um, but it's real. I mean, it is cyberpunk is living hell. It's like cyber dystopian corporate run future, you know, uh, that type of thing. And uh, it is, I'll tell you this right now, the game is not for people with epilepsy. Holy crap. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it, 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 it is dark as fuck. Like it is, holy crap. It is so dark and so disturbed. It's, uh, it's nuts, but you basically, so what you are is you're what's called an observer, which is a, you're, you're part of the police force, but you have the ability to effectively jack into people's brains. You basically hook a thing to the side of their neck and you're able to get into their brains. And your goal is to do, is to use that to extract information from people. Uh, and you end up having to do that to several people, uh, in this to find out what's going on. 
you're basically trapped in this apartment, like this tenement apartment complex that gets put on lockdown. And you have to do all this. The, you have to sort of live through these abstract versions of their memories and stuff. It's it's really it's a real mind trip. Uh, so far, I've been really liking it, though. And it's it has its scary moments. Um, I've got Boom.TV working on my replay now. So people in my chat have been able to create 30 second replays of every time I jump like a friggin little kid. Oh, good. Um, but it's been it's been really good. I've I've been uh, enjoying it uh, quite a bit. It surprised me. It's a little buggy, but it's it's been pretty good. And uh, I finished Near Automata a little while ago, uh, which I also played on stream. Which the PC version of that is pretty janky in spots, and I found out it has actually never been patched since it came out, which is pretty BS. But uh, the game is really good, and the story in that is a mind trip. I've uh, actually thought about it a lot since finishing it, which is not something I do with games very often. Um, but it's a platinum game. So if you like platinum games, you'll definitely enjoy it. And yeah, the story is very hard to follow. It gets into very weird philosophical things at different points and it has a lot of holes in it, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's really excellent. And, uh, yeah, those two things are the big things. And I put, I've been poking away a little bit at, uh, Mario and rabbits kingdom battle on my switch on my lunch break. I hear that's amazing. Um, it is pretty good. It's X. It is, uh, you know, it's what people say it is. It's XCOM light, uh, but it takes place in the Mario universe. And it's very interesting to see one Nintendo give a Mario game to Ubisoft to make. And two, that Ubisoft managed to make something that you can clearly tell was not made by Nintendo because it has things in it that you'd never see in a game made by Nintendo, but it's also very faithful to its source material. Well, and from um, what I understand with that game, uh, Nintendo gave Ubisoft the uh, the green light to do this Mario, Mario game, but they said, mm -hmm. you have to do it as a game that Mario isn't known for, like a game type that Mario isn't known for. And they're like, but... But Mario's been in everything. And they're like, yeah, well, uh, figure it out. And yeah. they surprisingly and they did. did something <laughs> awesome, which is cool. They did. It's been pretty easy so far. I've been told, so there's four worlds in it. I've been told after the second world, it actually ramps up notably in difficulty. Right. Um, so, uh, but yeah, it's been good. And it's a very good Switch game. It's a very good, uh, you know, game to take with you and uh, and whatnot. I, I'm looking forward to this evening. I downloaded the demo. I didn't know until yesterday that it existed. But there, uh, the demo of that new uh, Square Enix, like, uh, Octagon? Pixel or... Art three yeah Octopath. That, the, the demo for that game they showed Something at the switch on. launches out and not that game looked rad as hell back then so i really want to try that octagon traveler i think it's it you, you play UFC project Fighters? octagon traveler or something i guess that's yeah. the game Octopath traveler. i i know Octopath i traveler, yeah. i knew i was just i was just going with it being a ufc game oh yeah it's, yeah. it's that uh, it's that famous nathan humor we all love yes that famous yeah. i i bet it humor anyway yeah. uh yeah. since you were just speaking connor what games have you been playing this week uh so before i get into what games i've been playing i want to just take a little divert into what game services i've been playing with uh have any of you guys ever bothered to open up the xbox app on windows 10 uh occasionally there's, yeah there's an xbox app on windows 10 yes yeah it's um no, so I, I'm joking. It's I've never touched it because it, it, why would I? That's kind of what I was thinking. Uh, what I got out of this is some of my IRL friends who only have Xbox accounts. I was thinking about it, and I was like, I could probably 
add them as a friend on this and get access to the stuff they put on their DVR. Like, uh, for example, they've all been hooked on Destiny lately, so I wanted to check <laughs> out some of the stuff they've been posting about that. Uh, and while I was doing that, I discovered that the the Xbox little built-in Windows service has built-in streaming, yeah. built-in like thirty-second mm-hmm. capture. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I just—it's by far the easiest of any sort of capture system I've used, like ever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the quality's so, all right too. That's more like I was surprised. This is a Microsoft product, and I'm enjoying using it. Even, Ooh, weird. Yeah, weird. Uh, Strange. Playing a bit of Titanfall as I commonly do. Uh, I've been posting a bunch of videos of that on my Xbox profile. I don't know if I can link to that, but if I can, I'll have Nathan put it in the the, the video. Edit, what is comments. what is it like the nemesis of cyberpunk 0320 uh this is actually from my ju- junior high school days oh jesus it's uh it's oh, xx nemesis 0320 xx <laughs> i would just for ah, the proper xbox name <laughs> yes. for, for the record i was the owner of the original nemesis 0320 on the original xbox the 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 og xbox one as it were and when I got the 360 real late in the game and I went to go retrieve my account, it was like, you no longer have the authentic- uh, the authentication to access this account. So I just made a new one. So someone out there who has the original Nemesis 0320 on uh, Xbox Live, good job. You got so, it out of me. So, you know, I started my Xbox account. Uh, it's it's Retin Abdul 001. And I started it, you know, again, same thing with you, but mine was in high school. And uh, I I went to go change it because I just want it to be written and they allow you to change it. Uh, and so I went to go talk because you're supposed to get one free change of your name. And so I was able to change it. They're like, you already used your name change. And I was like, okay, so whatever. I'm going to talk to support and see if they can change my name. And the lady's like, well, from what I understand is that when you signed up for Xbox... It gave you a random name, and you put in the name that you want, and that uses your your free change. Uh, and I was like, "Come on!" And it's like ten bucks to change it. I'm not. It's not yeah, like not it's a huge amount. Give Microsoft ten dollars to get a ga- a gamer tag change. Yeah, no, thank you. No. I change might change an entry in a database. <laughs> yeah, I might just because I want the name Retin to be kind of across all platforms. You're but, also a vanity baby, though. I understand. Yes, Papa's yeah. gotta, you know, get good looks. It's, it's called it's the tra- money maker. It's called trademarking, Connor. Trademarking. But anyway, brand synergy. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, Brandmark. What games have you been playing? Uh, I already mentioned Titanfall. I've been playing a whole bunch of Rocksmith. Uh, I reinstalled. Uh, what, what the hell is it called? I haven't actually played it yet since I installed it. Uh, it's that uh, it's that zombie game, Dying Light. There you go. Reinstalled Dying Light. I uh, I think we talked about like a month ago or two months ago that they released a whole bunch of free DLC. Mm-hmm. So I thought, what the hell, I'm going to check that out. Uh, I might do that during the podcast if I get bored. So, you know, keep my uh, attention. I think that Parallax Abstraction is playing Cook, Serve, Delicious. So, and Aurora. No, I'm not actually playing it. Sorry, I'm just doing a capture test. So. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, I don't know how you're possibly going to play that while focusing on the podcast. Yeah, I, yeah I'm not. <laughs> That's why I'm <laughs> testing. So, uh, Aurora, what games have you been playing? Duh. Well, uh, my Friday wife the 13th. Got back into, 
Yeah, got back into Friday the 13th, so... I've been playing I've heard that. There's a couple of people on my stream team who play that uh, a lot and say that it has gotten... It has It is still janky, but it has gotten better. Is that the case? Turning off team killing is probably the best thing that they did for the game. Oh, they turned it off? Yeah. That um, makes me sad. It got rid of a ton of players, but that yeah. was a good thing because it got rid of all of the toxic players. That's true. Uh, um, I mean, I I've, didn't know you could team kill in it. That seems yeah. oh, it was advised. a huge problem. Um, it was one I of the could main see reasons. that. Yeah, yeah, it's one of the main reasons we stopped playing was because every other game you'd get in a match with a guy and a couple of his friends that they their entire goal was just to ruin the fun for everybody else by either finding a gun and shooting other players with it or so one of them would respawn as Tommy Jarvis who spawns with a shotgun and then you know you just go up and then shoot somebody to be be fair I did murder your your girlfriend once I think or wife there and, and the other part of that was like one of the mechanics of the game is that you hit Jason whenever he's holding on to one of the other counselors and he'll <laughs> drop the counselor but what uh, happened eight times out of ten is you'd fucking shoot jason or or swing at him and you'd kill the counselor he was holding by accident yeah i've done oh, that before yeah i see yeah so it, it it just fixed a lot of things because then you there was also that controversy we talked about with like people getting banned because of arbitrary reasons and a lot of that had to do with team yes. killing so it, it fixed a lot just by doing that. And yeah. So here's a question because I've I've thought about uh, like having I, I, when this game first came out, I had no real interest in it, but I've seen people playing it more, and I've been like, okay, yeah, this looks you know looks cooler and cooler. Do you think it's in the condition it's in now? Do you think one, it's worth picking up for that, and two, do you is there still a good population playing it? Yeah, um, I mean, I. It, I mean, we haven't had any trouble finding games. Um, granted, we're usually a group of five, uh, so we only need a few stragglers here and there to to actually put together a game. But yeah, it's right. rare for us to play with the same person more than once. So I I would estimate that there's there's probably still a pretty decent population. Why don't you um, Why don't you look at the Steam like data? Because you you only see like the top thousand games or something like that and it's not on there as far i I don't think at least oh okay Um, so you can't actually see the data for how many people are playing friday the 13th and you're playing it on you've been playing it on pc or on one of the consoles on pc okay um but as far as whether it's worth paying for eh. (laughs) um i was oh yeah there's uh 1500 people playing right now um, well, it's not bad, actually. Yeah, it it's eh, the the problem is that there's such a limited amount of content in the game, um, and the Jason gameplay in particular is so so limited. Yeah, we've spoken um, about this. If you were here last week, <laughs> yeah, indeed, forty dollars. <laughs> yeah, for what is essentially three maps and then smaller versions of the same three maps along with a bunch of Jasons that play practically exactly the same. They're more or less like two different Jasons. One can run, one can't. And then they have different buffs and debuffs depending on, on which one you are. Yeah. Um, 
like the counselors all play somewhat differently because they all have different stats, but it's just, it's a very bare bones feeling game. And to say that it's worth $40, it's a bit of a stretch unless, unless you're all like really big fans of, of the series or something. And you, you're just like, yay, the game based on a slasher series. I, I don't get it. The only yeah, reason yeah. I own it is because my wife, wanted it really badly and her siblings all got it and it, it, it is fun to play with friends but like good luck convincing four other people to pay forty dollars for this thing yeah or you know you like could... try to grab it on a sale or something maybe yeah I, definitely like 20 20 i think it would be the perfect price right. yeah uh i play it occasionally i will burst into a Roa's game and play it this is this is this is what? So this is true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, I uh, played more Dank and Ronpa. You um, did. Got uh, got through the first court case. Um, was fucking amazing. Uh, I love that game now. Yeah, because because um, that one bitch died. Uh, well, that happened. Yeah, but yeah. Um, <laughs> with like the. So so whenever you convict the right person during the court case, they have to be executed. And it is oh. not it is not in a normal way at all. It is themed around because every every character has a very particular talent that they, they have they they greatly excel in. Yeah. And like like one person was a, a really big pop star. And another person is like uh, the the greatest model in the world, and and one person's a clairvoyant. What about the fat guy? The fat guy? Yeah, what's... he's 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 the world's greatest otaku. Oh, <laughs> it is you. It really yes. is. <laughs> it's it's horrifying. Some of the things that he says um, <laughs> because of how much they match up with me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the execution was themed around that and for the guy that that ended up that, that killed the the girl early on in the story uh, early on it was at the end of a two-hour gameplay thing well i mean early on in the story yeah it wouldn't have taken that long if i wasn't reading all the lines mm-hmm. but uh yeah fucking like i was screaming in in glee at how ridiculous and over the top it was Good. I um, will. I will. It's on my watch list. Yeah uh, the 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 court case itself took about an hour and a half. Yeah, which was kind of impressive. Like I, I was thinking, I hope I can get a full episode out of this. And yeah, <laughs> got one. <laughs> wow. What are you gonna do, Undertale? Um, I was planning on doing it this weekend, and then uh, then I didn't. Oh, okay. Um, you should. Okay. You should do it. I know. I, I want to do it like during the week or something, but I have to find time. Because um, yeah. the see this weekend, uh, my friend was supposed to come over and record Dankin Ronpa with me, but then she had to go to Chicago because her friend had a horrible thing happen to her. Um, I so couldn't agree I was, more. Being in Chicago is horrible. <laughs> so I was I was like, okay, well, you just want me to put it off for a week? And she's like, no, no, just record it anyway, because I want to watch it on the way home. So I did that. Okay. So, cool. Yeah, I'll I'll maybe 
try to do it like during the week or something. But I said that last week, so. Yeah. I am going to interrupt you now and talk about the games I played. Really quickly, okay. I played some Chrono Trigger and I played some uh, Destiny 2. I beat Destiny 2, uh, at least the main the storyline that they have right now. And now I'm just trying to get to like the whatever 270 light power. So light. that, yeah, 270 so light. So everyone, I, 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 I friggin' super burned out on Destiny 1 and decided I wasn't going to give two living craps about this one. But now everyone won't shut up about it, including people who also flamed out on the last one. How's this one treating you? It's pretty good. I've been playing. Uh, some of the crucible stuff, the matchmaking. Okay, and uh, you know I'm it's it's a lot like Halo, so I'm actually pretty decent at it. Mm. But uh, I find myself having the same problem I had with Halo is that uh, teammates are useless. <laughs> like every freaking like I could have a teammate standing like right behind me, and then I'll go and start attacking somebody, and they won't do anything. I don't know. Maybe sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, what? Where were you? You were literally right behind me. But it, oh, it just whatever. Yeah, the problem I have with pickup groups is that, um, like obviously I don't know what they're gonna do. They don't know what I'm gonna do. Uh, I used to have a group of friends that played Halo a lot, and we we were just really good at playing together. So we didn't really have to communicate too much. And we knew where we were going. We knew what we were going to do. So we worked together really well. And could I, uh, could I butt in for just a second? I have you pegged as a, uh, as a suicide runner. No. I have a feeling when it came to co-op games, you were the one who charged into battle, died, respawned, charged into battle yet again. No. No. That's me. Yeah, I tend to, I tend to try to stay back and work as a team and not get killed that much. And... Uh, if I do charge in, it's usually based around the 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 hope that I'm going to be charging in against one person and my teammate's going to be there with me. So that's why I want people to be, you know, I complain about my team because they don't they they don't defend points like they should and they don't try to work together. They kind of just want to well, do their own thing. Nobody's playing a game good. I just, yeah. I just, I don't get how you could be so competitive, not competitive, so cooperative and objective oriented, and suck at stealth based co op games so bad. Oh, I am, I'm fucking awful at those. I don't know, <sighs> it. I don't know why I am terrible, terrible oh, at any stealth game. <laughs> awful. See, I am too, but and yet I still like them, and I don't understand why that. I is. do too. I love Splinter Cell. I'm fucking yeah. terrible at it. <laughs> yeah, I, I love Splinter Cell too. And, you know, Nathan's an all right guy in my book, I, I guess. But uh, combine the two, and I don't want any part of that situation. <laughs> it's know. like I, I, I have a laid out, like, I'll have a plan laid out, and I'll be like, I'm going to do this. And then, like, the first One thing, thing that goes minusculely wrong. Exactly. And he just bails. <laughs> exactly. So uh, that, that strategy that I had planned out, I also like that my gun has 32 rounds in the magazine baga, 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 baga. <laughs> oh the whole facility knows we're here now God, yep. well. <laughs> anyway uh those are the only games i've been playing i am planning on playing a little bit of toonstruck i don't know if any of you guys Ooh. know what that game is 
Wait, that's is, been is on that my a, retro like, backlog for a very long time. Yeah, it's like a point and click adventure game, isn't it? It, it is. It is, and uh, I plan on doing. And a, Christopher Lloyd's in it. Christopher Lloyd, yeah. Ben Stein, Rob Paulson. Like it has a good cast of people. It does, and, and it was apparently actually a pretty like I don't think it was a hit at the time, but apparently it's actually a pretty good point and click adventure game. Yeah, uh, Welker's in it. Um, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of good people. Anyway, I got that on on GOG because it was a uh, I think ten dollars, and then you it, it comes with like Scum VM installed, and yeah. so you can resize it so it's not just super tiny so that's pretty cool uh i'll be playing that through cool. that at some point it's it's from what i read it's about a six to ten hour game if you know what you're doing so i'm gonna follow a guide because i suck at point point and click adventure games usually because the logic in them is really really bad uh and confusing like why 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 in that one king's quest game do you need to pick up a pie at the beginning of the game and then throw it a wendigo's face i don't know but that's how you do it and if you don't pick up the pie you break the game and can't win so my thoughts on that were always that game design used to be more oriented towards sucking quarters out of people but not but this is it's just it's just it's it's a it's an artifact from a relic bygone uh, I think that they just used Moon Logic, and it, this would this would have been for the PC, so you have owned the game. So it wasn't true. It was I, it, it was a matter, I think, of of like how do we get people to play the game more than one time? Yeah, we make the yeah. we make the solution to everything really obscure. Yeah, uh, put Jim in mouth. Anyway. Let's move on to some stories. We're going to talk about Verizon. Actually, we've, we've kind of got a, a a nice way of going about this where we're going to talk about one subject and kind of move on with that subject. Anyway, so Verizon is booting 8,500 rural, rural, rural uh, customers over data use. And some of these people are on unlimited plans. So they have unlimited plans. But yet they're using up to, according to what Verizon is saying, up to like a terabyte of data a month, which is honestly pretty amazing. I'm pretty proud of those people who are able to do that on their phones. But now, Okay, I was going to say, these are mobile customers. Yeah, a terabyte on your phone is, yeah, okay. But, <laughs> but other people are like, well, we've only used 50. Like, we only use 50 gigs this month. And they're like, well, you're getting, you're getting shit canned. So there's customers that live in 13 states, Alaska, Idaho, Iowa, Indiana, Kentucky, Maine, Michigan, Missouri, Montana, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Utah, and Wisconsin. Uh, all there, and I'm sorry, and in areas where Verizon operates our own network. Um, basically, what seems to be happening is that Verizon has, instead of building their own network infrastructure in certain places... They have basically rented uh, space on other people's networks so that when Ah. you're in that town or something, you will be on the Verizon network, but you're technically on, you're using the towers of another network. They're subletting, basically. Yeah, and because of this, it's costing Verizon more money because they have to pay some fees to the people who who own the network. Right. And 
apparently it's costing them too much money for these people, even the people on the unlimited plans. And it says, uh, while Verizon says that some of the users were using as much of a terabyte of data monthly, one family reported that they had been using less than 50 gigabytes of data across four lines every month on an unlimited data plan. Uh, and it says, now we're left with very few choices, none of them with good service, a member of the family told Ars Technica. Uh, I guess a small town America means nothing to these people. It's okay, though. I live in a small town. I know a lot of people, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to... I'm going to tell them not to use Verizon, but the problem with that is in a lot of these places, Verizon really is the only option because, you know, T-Mobile, AT&T, Sprint might not have as good of coverage in those areas. So Verizon really would be the only option in those places, in which case, you I would mean, have to I, if they're subletting someone else's network, though, couldn't you get service from whoever that is? You would I guess maybe think, they don't offer unlimited is the problem. Yeah, maybe they don't. Um, yeah, they, maybe um, maybe they should not live there. Yeah, they should move. So yeah, exactly, it they sent out. We have solved all the world's problems. It says <laughs> they they were sent a letter, uh, or email. And it said, during a recent review of customer accounts, we discovered you're using a significant amount of data while roaming off the Verizon wireless network. While we appreciate you choosing Verizon, after October 17, <laughs> 2017, we will no longer offer service for the members, or I'm sorry, for the numbers listed above, since your primary place of use is outside the Verizon service area. While we appreciate you, fuck you. Yeah, uh, you're costing us like twelve dollars a month, so eh. Yeah, my profits, man. My you know profit. how hard it is to make money in this industry. Yeah, when you're the number one company in the industry. So seriously, God, I I have always had a problem with Verizon, just because they their unlimited plans are really expensive. And, and clearly not unlimited. <laughs> and yeah, and if, oh, you're using too much data, we're going to make it so that you're screwed. And uh, a lot of, for a while, T-Mobile was the same way, AT&T similar. Most of the big telecoms are bad. However, uh, transitioning into this, we've got uh, T-Mobile who has their own unlimited plans. And they are saying that they will not throttle you. Obviously, they're going to say they're not going to kick you off if you use unlimited data. But they said they will they will throttle you, but they will not throttle you until after you use 50 gigabytes of data a month, uh, which, of course, is pretty high. I mean, 50 gigs of data on your phone, that's a lot of data, though I've seen people who have used quite a bit of data myself. So... um. Yeah, I mean, these people could definitely try T-Mobile with their unlimited plan. And it says, customers who have exceeded the threshold on T-Mobile's plan will get deprioritized and download slower than others who haven't reached it. Uh, which makes me think, and, and I, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but with deprioritizing them, would that mean that, let's say, each tower is able to hold like 100 people? Obviously, they can do more, but... Uh, and there's only 20 people using that tower. If you get deprioritized, would you still have the same amount of speed that you normally would because that tower's not getting filled up? 
That's what it sounds like to me is that it's basically deprioritize, meaning you'll get a throttled if there's a capacity problem. Yeah. And that which does sound like it would be more of a problem in in cities and whatnot. Yeah. But by the same token, uh, to play devil's advocate, if you're using 50 gigs of data while living in a place where data where where, like the network is going to be constrained maybe you shouldn't be using that much data because you probably live in a city where there's free Wi-Fi everywhere anyway. Yeah. Um, it says, it does say that the Verizon Beyond plan, which is the unlimited plan they have, is they throttle after 22 gigs of data. And I will never tell anyone to use Verizon for any reason because they're the shittiest company, like in terms of just being a company. Yeah, they are. They really are. I tell everyone like, to use consumer cellular and put in my name. I do recommend consumer cellular for a lot of people. Um, yeah. But like uh, T-Mobile is without a doubt my favorite. Um, and Brent, Brent would be a close runner up if they didn't have the worst coverage of any company. out. There. Oh, yeah. Sprint is awful. Mm-hmm. I mean, coverage wise. Yeah. I, I had Sprint for a, a long time, actually. And it worked okay, but it was back when they were still super expensive, just like yeah. AT&T and Verizon. But the thing I like about Sprint and T-Mobile is that they know that they are, you know, third and fourth place. And that well, they're means, hungry for business, it seems. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. T-Mobile was was dying pretty much. And from what I understand happened is that AT&T went to go buy... T-Mobile and there was some weird thing in the contract where AT&T was trying to buy T-Mobile that even if T-Mobile and the the merger between AT&T and T-Mobile was rejected T-Mobile would still get a ton of money for some reason I remember this yes yeah and if it so, was due to a regulatory reason which it ended up being so they got like billions of dollars literally for free yeah <laughs> And so then they, you know, were able to kind of uh, upgrade their network and kind of spring back into action. And, you know, thankfully, they are are changing a lot of the way that they work because, you know, a decade ago, they were just like Verizon and, and AT&T. And now they're, as you said, they're hungry. So they're trying to put all these out these great deals like watching Netflix. You can watch unlimited Netflix and listen to all of your music on like Spotify or or Pandora without using up any of your data. So that's really cool. Um, mm-hmm. So I say either consumer cellular or uh, T-Mobile if you're trying to decide a new cell phone network to go with. Unless you live in an, an area where the only option is Verizon. Because, you know, Verizon is uh, shit. It really is. And as someone who lives in Canada, which has far and away the most expensive, least uh, quality cellular providers in the world, still go fuck yourselves. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know. Because what you're saying here sounds about a million times better to the best thing we can get in it. I pay um, almost $80 a month after taxes for a plan with six gigs of data, and I got that on a promotion. So I pay about $60 a month, 50 sometimes. Uh-huh. Um 
I get unlimited text. Uh, I think we don't get ton of data. We 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 only get five gigs. Max you, well, you, max. It's, that's the max is five gigs, but I think we use one and a half gigs between the two of us, and then about fifteen hundred minutes a month between the two of us. Um, of course, the plans are super flexible. So if yeah. if you go near Ours that, unless you want more than five gigs, yeah, unless you want more than five gigs, which is uh, thankfully, I'm always connected to Wi-Fi, so I don't have to worry about it. Like some people in this conversation. Yeah, I'm sorry. I like streaming music. Okay. Well, why don't you just download or get Spotify and download the music onto your phone? That's I, what I do. I do. Oh. But it it's still annoying that like if a podcast comes out while I'm at work, then I I gotta download it, and that's a hundred megs usually. Yeah. Why don't you just download it at work? I can't use the Wi-Fi at work. Oh, see, we have a bring-your-own-device thing, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, our bring-your-own-device thing is you sign a contract that says that the company owns your phone. Oh, wow. Oh, Uh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. For what it's worth, our company kind of does similar. Uh, They only own your phone if you choose to use it as any sort of, uh, like file uh back and forth between our servers so the, the the main clouds is like if you use your phone and you want to do anything work related the second you do that that's when they own it so oh you yeah, know if you want to install the excel is. client and you want to go like that you know that's that's all you consenting as an adult that's that's just something you could do yeah yeah why not steal it Boy. rob it yeah uh, and when people freak out about that and they talk to me about it it sucks because people get really, really mad when they're told things like, hey, we own your property now. Yeah, yeah. I don't, maybe that's just never come up at anywhere I've worked, or maybe in Canada you can't do that. That's literally the first time I've ever heard of anything like that. That's insane. Because, yeah, if my employer ever did that, the first thing I do is, oh, you own my phone? Good. Here's my bills every month. <laughs> that that would be a uh, good rebuttal, I guess. Yeah. So anyway. But, man. Um, let's talk about some uh, some cleaning applications. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> see cleaning. Cleaning in massive inverted commas, much yes. like Verizon's unlimited. Yeah. So CCleaner is a program that I've actually used quite a bit when I was in uh, remote support experts. And me too. It it's great because yes, you can do pretty much everything with that CCleaner does through windows tools but it's definitely not as nice and not as quick and what ccleaner does is you know you can go scrub your cookies scrub your cache uh it empties your recycle bin if there's stuff in there like it it's pretty basic you can also clean up the registry a little bit uh do unused registry keys and stuff and there's a few other options never understood why anybody uses it ever uh, I used it because part of our, for remote support experts, it was part of our documentation for if we were doing a PC cleanup, they would ask, Which, oh, I, they yeah, would ask, it, how many gigs did you clean up with CCleaner? Yeah. So <laughs> and we, I, I mean, we use it at work all the time, mostly because it, when we're working with machines, when, when people are out of disk space and they're in a hurry, we use it because it's a good quick way to basically hit a button and get a lot of the, you know, 
most annoying crap removed. And I have it on my home machines basically because you can set it to run automatically on a schedule. So I just never have to think about cleaning up jump junk like that. It's just, I know it's always I, gone, but that's just being like lazy. A, I guess it's a difference in mentality. Cause like when I saw at work that that was, that was a problem we were dealing with consistently. It was that like people would run out of disk space because of usually really common things. So I just went, Oh, okay. Uh, I, here's a PowerShell script that just deletes everything out of these directories. There we go. Yeah. yeah and you can which... definitely do that too. I mean, for, yeah, if you're an admin, especially if you're one that has a budget, there's really no need to use a graphical tool of that nature. But, you know, in certain cases, it's handy. It is. Um, well, CCleaner had some issues. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> uh, Avast, uh, I guess, bought it. Avast is a, a well known virus antivirus company virus making company they make viruses uh when so Avast, yeah when events announced uh Advast announced it's 2.27 million people had downloaded a malware riddled copy of performance optimization software c cleaner it was initially believed that a second payload uh that can control a system was never delivered to victims apparently it was uh, it appears that the attackers may have been targeting tech firms for purpose of industrial espionage. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. C cleaner. So the weird I guess... thing about this is, I don't know if either their plan didn't fully succeed or they had a very weird specific use case for it. But basically, what happened was it on- so it only impacted uh, one particular version of CCleaner. CCleaner is updated pretty frequently, so it-, it wasn't out there for long. And it was only the 32-bit version, which is far and away the version used the least. Yeah, so it was... That uh... was weird, too. So it-, it-, it actually could have been way more prolific than it was. Yeah, it was... Uh... Version 5.33.6162 uh, or the version 1.07.3191 of CCleaner Cloud. And it was only, it was available for almost a month. It was, or yeah, it was August 15th to September 13th. Yeah. So there was, there's a definitely a chance that a lot of people were infected, but it appears that they weren't getting, uh, they weren't the ones being targeted. They were they were looking for, I I guess bigger companies. Uh, they don't know who's responsible or what the motive is. It or did- at least at this point, how this managed to because that's the thing. This wasn't like in the installer of the application or anything. This was in the code base of the application. And they haven't yet explained how they never caught it getting in there or how it sat in there for as long as it did before anybody noticed. Yeah, I um, mean, it very well could have been an inside job, too. Well, and that's the thing. And I mean, needless to say, this is very embarrassing after you get bought by an anti-malware company. Oh, uh, yeah. But I mean, Avast is known for being it's they, they are one of those products that offers like a free version of their software that is incredibly annoying and full of uh you know full of ads and is you know keeps trying to make you spend money on other crap so i mean i was kind of bummed when i heard that they bought the makers of sea cleaner but uh yeah yeah i mean it's it's that's the thing is they haven't really come out and said that yet and yeah it's scary 
even though it didn't get out to as as great a number of people as it could, like this, you know, very well trusted product sat for who knows how long with malware in it is Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it you was know, uh, what uh, two million people were affected by this or downloaded the uh, that version. Thankfully, I did not. But I mean, yeah. two million people—that's a lot of people. And I believe that the owners used to be called uh, what Perform. Puriform, yeah. Puriform. Uh, yeah, I was, was going to say, they're Puriform, right? They uh, yeah. they make Specky. Yeah, what is Specky? Yeah, Specky and, uh, and Defragler and a couple of other things, yeah. Yeah, Defragler was something that I used simply because I liked watching the animation. Yeah. Oh, was it? it yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a, a defragging, defragging utility. Program. It does the same thing that they all do, but it had a free version and it was pretty good. But... Uh, yeah, it's it's unfortunate. I mean, we, you know, we at work now are are not using it anymore. We switched over to Bleachbit, which is basically the same idea except open source, so it's free and also it's way uglier. But uh, Remember, it does everyone. the job. And the one cool thing about Bleachbit is there are actually community written profiles for it. So if you have stuff like uh, you know, the crap Nvidia drivers leave behind or other things like that, if you can basically write uh, your own little cleaning scripts for it that you can distribute. It's like a Steam Workshopy kind of thing. Oh, um, cool! Which is kind of cool. So uh, you know, it has that, which is nice. But uh, yeah, we've been using that, and uh, you know, it looks like they got the thing cleaned up. But at the same time, you know, I'm not going to trust them for a while. Now, <laughs> and remember- I say that as someone who, because I use their product so much, actually paid for the pro version of it just to be like, I should give you guys money because I, you know, you make something I use a lot. So remember, you should always defrag your hard drives, especially your solid state drives. It's oh yeah, every uh, don't yeah don't defrag your SSDs daily. It makes it, it's like speed holes; they make it go faster. Yes, don't exactly. follow that advice, people at home. No, <laughs> not real tech advice for the no. love of God. No, don't do not do that. It will ruin your hard drive. Do not. Your you only drive. need to even defrag, and this is for all our senior listeners out there. You only even need to defrag your regular hard drives like once a year, maybe. Yeah. And that's only if you're running Windows. Yeah. Pretty much. So anyway, let's move on. Uh, we've spoken about crossplay before with Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo, uh, as, as well as off, obviously Microsoft Windows uh, PC stuff. And we, I believe here at Read Entertainment, are all for cross-platform play. Right, everyone? Anyone? Sure. Can't yeah. say yeah. Oh, okay. general. Bigger player pools are better. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, apparently, Sony is against this. They've been against this. They don't want Rocket League to be played with other people. They don't want... It pretty much, my, I think, Minecraft they're not allowing to be played cross-platform. But one game, yeah. they accidentally let be cross-platform for, like, t- four hours. Sort of, yeah. Uh, so Epic announced... Or, I'm sorry, Epic released a game called Fortnite. And f- I don't even know what Fortnite is, really. I've seen a little bit of it. A but train I wreck. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a mess of a game. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, But basically the idea is it's like a zombie, it's like a zombie, a way-based zombie horde game, but that also involves building, like you build your own defenses in it. So it's tower defense. Like Minecraft. Yeah, people have said it's Minecraft meets like a zombie horde game. And it's yeah, I mean, it takes inspiration from that. The concept is cool. But I mean, yeah, we're not here to talk about the game itself. It's kind of its own mess. But but therefore, about four hours, it was it allowed for cross platform play between Microsoft, Sony and Windows, maybe. I don't know. Uh, Fortnite lets players 
lets PC and PS4 players game together, uh, but has not announced anything in regard to cross play. So starting two days ago, when Fortnite players on PS4 reported encountering Xbox One players in game, came as quite a shock. So I guess it was more than just a few hours. It was up for a few days. No, it well, no, I think it was a few hours at the time. I I I can't remember, okay. but basically what happened was Epic accidentally turned it on. Uh, well, one proving the capability is there, and it's just business reasons that's why it's not working. Yeah, but uh, Epic turned it on, which you know everyone's like. It, there's a lot of people out there saying that they did this on purpose just to prove that it's not a technical reason, which. I could see certain developers doing that one as large as Epic. I don't think they would do that, but uh, yeah, they turned it on. And then a few hours later was just like, oops, and uh, turned it off again. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, it can totally, they proved it could totally be do, be done if they, if Sony would let them. Yeah, but they won't because Sony, uh, the, the business department doesn't want cross platform platform play because they feel that it's going to hurt their bottom line. I'm pretty sure. See, that's... I don't know if it's that or if it's some people say that, and I, I could certainly see that. To me, it's more like Sony being terrified they're going to get hacked again. That could be it. They are. Uh... No, I, I just think that they're cocky assholes that are going. Oh, that too. Uh, they're also in the no. lead, and they don't have to play nice with everybody else, and they don't uh, want to. Yeah, for right now. And then yeah. once everybody else is on board with. Uh, cross-platform play and everyone realizes that oh wait a minute i don't have to put up with sony being a bunch of cucks well then you know uh, i, uh, uh, I, I want to say even the switch version of rocket league is going to have cross-platform play i mean if nintendo's willing to work with you like come on yeah <laughs> you, you'll you'll be able to play minecraft on switch with people playing on pc or xbox or even mobile yeah yeah and so, uh, i mean i, I do want to say <laughs> That I love Sony. Just <laughs> I would never wanna, I would never say <laughs> just want to push that put that out there that I love How Sony. You have that, co- uh, that contractual obligation out of the way. Yes, yes, exactly. So uh it was noted on Twitter, uh somebody asked Xbox head Phil Spencer what he thought about the accidental cross play thing. Uh and his reply was I would have liked to see them leave it on. So obviously I'm sure. <laughs> obviously Microsoft's cool with it. Uh, I, do, you know, I would like to see it the other way around. I would like to see what would happen if Xbox was number one. Yeah. Uh, if they would still support cross-platform play. Probably not. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There was a discussion about this on the giant bombcast, and they kind of said that too. Is you know, Microsoft has a, a granted it's a lot of different it's different people running xbox now than we're running it when they did things like the always online requirement and no used games and all that other supremely arrogant crap but yeah it's a good question if they were in the lead would they be so willing to embrace it eh, no no <laughs> they might i mean who knows if they would but uh we're not going to find out for a while because they are not number one that is a uh, nope. definitely sony but definitely is it it would be nice to see like you know i we were talking about t-mobile and sprint earlier and how they're doing things to try to get more of a customer base and that that feels kind of like what sony and i'm sorry nintendo and microsoft are doing is that yeah they know they're not number one anymore so they've got to do things 
that are better for the customers so that way mm-hmm. they can get more customers on their side. So I think that it's definitely a, a bit of a humbling experience when you go from like Nintendo was number one for, uh, you know, the Nintendo Entertainment System, Super Nintendo, and then they started slipping and then mm-hmm. and they had really draconian things back in the 80s and 90s. Well, they had, yeah, like, they had rules where, like, you couldn't release more than a certain number of games a year, and, you know, they were much more restrictive in terms of what what game, what content games could contain and all that other stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's, that's the thing that tends to happen in business, though, as a whole, is if somebody, you know, if you're in, if you're, if you're top dog, you can command certain things, and uh, the natural inclination is to tend, tends to be to do that. Yeah, and then with uh, with Microsoft in the you know late two thousands, uh, they became number one with the Xbox three hundred and sixty, and now they're number two. So they're having to do things like you know make cross plat or yeah make cross platform games, uh, backwards compatibility. Uh, they're doing a lot of stuff that they're trying to get more customers to switch back over to Xbox. So. Yep. Uh, you know, I'm really interested to see where this console generation goes, but we're going to move on to another story with Fortnite. <laughs> uh, apparently PUBG studio isn't happy about Fortnite battle Royal. Now, initially oh when I, God. initially when I read this, it seemed like it was because Fortnite battle Royal was using the PUBG. Part of it is, I guess, Battle Royal is going to be kind of like PUBG or H1Z1, King of the Kill, where you drop in and you try to kill people. Oh, it's apparently very the most popular genre right now. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, Uh, Fortnite's Battle Royale mode that they just added is very similar to PUBG. And I guess Blue Hole, which is the company that makes it, got got upset about it because I guess in Epic's like marketing material for this mode, they specifically cited PUBG as like a inspiration or something, an inspiration or a whatever. Um, That's probably not a good idea to be like, yeah, this game that came out like a year ago, maybe. Uh, was a really big inspiration for this thing that we totally didn't throw together in six months to yeah. capitalize on a trend. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't <laughs> think Epic looks like looks amazing for their uh for doing it, but especially since, you know, Fortnite, as I understand it, has not because of various different things, has not ha- not not been a roaring success out the gate. Sounds like not like the way they wanted it to be. Yeah. Gee, so maybe it, they, it's, uh, but maybe they should have uh, made a good uh, game. Or maybe that or that. Uh, But the main thing is like just, oh, my God, this I don't know if he's a VP or whatever, but this guy from Blue Hole has been talking to the press. Oh, my God. Stop talking. Yeah. (laughs) He just makes himself look like basically they're getting upset because, well, they originally like the, the thing that they originally implied was that they were getting upset at Epic because it sounds like they feel like they ripped off their idea, even though PUBG is based on ideas that existed in other games well yeah, before this. Yeah, it says here, it says other companies will, of course, enter the marketplace, but I would hope that they would put their own spin on the game mode and not just make a carbon copy. Fucking PUBG is a carbon copy of H1Z1 King of the Kill and The Calling. 
Like, well, and, and also the DC and also and... it's called Player Unknown's Battlegrounds because the game is based on a mod that was made by Player Unknown. Like, the yeah, name who of the was product a fan states of that the it genre. wasn't first. <laughs> yeah, like this isn't. You know? Oh, fucking come on, guys! Get your head out of here. I mean, ass. Th- this strikes me as either either somebody who, yeah, either either somebody who didn't who didn't clearly communicate the message he was trying to communicate, or a company that got unbelievably successful, unbelievably fast, and has really let that go to their heads. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm it seems sure like to me. Uh, it says the com- the pub key community has and continues to provide evidence of the many similarities we have. Uh, many similarities as we contemplate further action. Fucking this... And yeah, contemplate further action. Also, it's worth pointing out that Epic is the company that made the engine PUBG is using. Like, PUBG's an Unreal Engine 4 game, so they're talking shit to the people who make the engine their whole game is based on. Which means that they're paying Epic money for it. And because, a lot of it because of, of yeah, because of the success of that title. It's just. Right. Yeah, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's hilarious. I mean, yeah, I, I'm not going to say that what Epic did in creating a battle royale mode isn't a cynical cash grab. It absolutely is. And believe me, Epic's doing a lot of stuff these days that's making me not their biggest fan anymore. But yeah, so, to basically talk about how they're stealing your idea, like, come on, guys. So, oh, yeah, especially yeah. when you're the top dog and have already made a hajillion dollars from it, like they have no yeah. concern about having their market position dethroned by this. So, I just want to go through and then we're, we're, we'll end the podcast. Um, Devolver Digital tweeted, uh, they're the guys who made Hotline Miami. They said, Hotline Miami Battle Royal has been canceled. <laughs> of course, <laughs> they seem yeah. like cool guys. The, the guys from Devolver, they generally are, yes, yeah. So anyway, let us go through and see where we can find all you guys. Uh, Aroa, where can we find you? Uh, uh, Twitter at Aroa. Uh, YouTube.com slash Aroa1337. Playing at Danganronpa still. No um, Undertale. No, 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 no Undertale. Undertale is uh, long gone. Uh, yeah. No, not really. But anyway, uh, Twitch.tv slash Aroa1337 is where I'm streaming this uh, podcast right now oh um, oh okay got uh, mixer.com slash aroa sometimes um and uh you, you know, weren't you weren't uh, streaming uh friday the 13th on there last night were you uh i wasn't yeah because i i saw you guys were in the game and yeah. i went to uh i went to I, um, view you playing it and call you bad names and you weren't there I was yeah I was I was gonna upload um, Danganronpa last night while we were playing and as we started playing it was like killing my connection so I stopped it but then didn't ever start streaming. Oh okay. Um, but uh, then I got an Instagram at row one three three seven. I post a lot on there and satanoscillate.tumblr.com is my music blog. Yeah, that you never update. That I never update. And uh, Parallax... I really should put that new Sleep album that I got on there. Do it. Parallax Abstraction, where can we find you? 
Uh, so I'm on uh, Mixer as well at mixer.com slash pxabstraction. I've been streaming there a lot more uh, lately. Uh, I'm probably going to be doing that again tomorrow. I'm trying to stream fairly regularly now. Uh, I'm also at youtube.com slash pxabstraction. Hadn't put up a video in a little while, but I'm actually uploading something for tomorrow morning. Uh, I'm hoping to get back into my backlog of that stuff fairly soon. Um, so, yeah, there's... Uh, a bunch of stuff going on there and I'm going to be kicking off my extra life campaign for 2017 pretty soon. I'm going to have a video up this week on that, hopefully sort of announcing all that's all that stuff. So I've yes, already give me money donated. for kids. I've already donated. And you have, yes. So, get that, get it, giving me some of that awesome Sony money. Yes, exactly. And, uh, Connor, the nemesis monk besh. Nemesis punk. Nemesis. Punk. That's me. The nemesis yeah. punk. Yeah. Uh, I can be found at Twitter, cyberpunk underscore monk. I can be found on Mixer. I've been trying to get Rocksmith to work on that, but uh, Rocksmith is a real, you know, horses behind when it comes to setting up mics other than the, the, mm. the guitar input. So bear with mm. me. Uh, uh, once I get that working, you can find me at Mixer Cyberpunk Monk. Use, it might be uh, the Cyberpunk Monk. Pretty sure it's just Cyberpunk Monk. Use bro. a voice meter. Um, you might have to either that or you have to turn off exclusive mode on well, the. Adapter. Yes, that's. You're exactly right. And problem is, when you turn that off, the application no longer picks up the guitar. Uh, I, I, I've, if I've you follow it. me on Twitter, I was uh, kind of griping about this the other day because it's it's really kind of a pain in the ass to get the setup started. Yeah. And basically, what was happening is I almost got it so that it would stream the game, the sound, and without like freaking out but the, then as soon as you'd start a game the engine would kick in and be like right i need audio exclusivity it would never happen and it would stall out i've uh, i've gotten it to point. work before somehow i don't i don't really remember how anymore though because i like i had i streamed it on youtube uh for a while well, Obi-Wan McFaney, if you want to be my only hope and help me figure this out, <laughs> feel free to. Well done. I, I have I have needed uh I or I have felt the need to to get back into playing bass, so maybe I'll do that. That's that's great. We could uh we could when uh when I maybe arrive at your house in November, we could rock out and Nathan could sit there and he could be our fan groupie or something. I don't know. He could just wish he had any talent. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Anyway, you can find me, Nathan Reigns Ruth. I'm Reeton everywhere. I am Reeton on Twitter. I am Reeton on Twitch, YouTube, and Mixer. You can find my website is ReetonEntertainment.com. You can find the website. I'm sorry, not the website, but the podcasts. If you enjoyed this episode, you can always subscribe to them on uh, iOS or Android phones by going to the iTunes store and typing in Reeton Podcast or going to the podcast section on Google Play and typing in Reeton Podcast. Press the subscribe or follow button or whatnot, and then it will instantly download every week when it gets uploaded uh, to Omni Studio. So... Thank you guys for being here this week. You're welcome. Don't 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 everyone speak at once. Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah, can we just get to the part where we do the closing credits? Bye. Okay. Yeah, well it's done. <laughs>